This is Patrick and Vanessa Zangardi, and you're listening to Demand and Brand. The podcast where we cover marketing trends and techniques to help you succeed in marketing. Welcome back to another episode of Brand and Demand. Sorry, you know, we've been uh, been a little bit sporadic in these. Um, And I know we had a lot of people really interested in listening to what we have to say, which I thank you for that. Anybody listening and sharing this and coming across this on um, podcasting platforms. So that is a focus of ours, mine and Patrick's, in the latter half of this year. But I think this podcast has been good luck to us. (laughs) Because every time we start to start it up, get consistent, do all the stuff like that too, we get busy. (laughs) And I'm here to say, like we said last episode, and we'll tell you, the hardest but most optimal time to create content and to do these types of things is when you're busy, right? It's easy to do it when you're slow and it's easy to do it when you have tons of time, but it's how can you maintain that consistency when you're busy? So for all those people out there in the back half of the year that feel like they're going crazy, we get it. We're with you um, all the time. We... (laughs) Patrick's traveling, I've been traveling, he's been traveling, so you're getting just me in this episode because we're busy, right? We love that. Hope everyone is having a great summer. I know you've got kiddos, they're either back in school or going back to school, so this is the perfect time for you to jump right back in and for me to jump right back in, for us to jump right back into really important marketing conversations, I think that businesses and teams of any size should be able to have access to. So we'll go off on a tangent here. But the reason Patrick and I started this podcast is because we felt we had so much knowledge and so many great conversations that were happening behind closed doors, as they should. But there are some people that don't have the availability of resources or the time or the desire to you know, work with like a third party. And so that doesn't mean that you all shouldn't have the most important and up-to-date and most impactful tools in your tool belt. We want to give you the best marketing tool belt we can because a business shouldn't suffer because maybe they don't know or don't have the right marketing tools. That's That's our belief and that's our philosophy. Patrick and I believe that all businesses of all size should have the best information available because marketing is what makes businesses successful getting your name out there, talking about it, brand recognition, leads, all the kind of stuff that marketing helps drive. Um, Businesses should have access to that information. So we don't gatekeep here. We are not gatekeeping Barbies. (laughs) It's been our new thing to assign different types of Barbies. So if I say that in this episode, it's very big. You got our email this past week. Be a branding Barbie, right? We're all about it. We're all about it. So today what I think is important to talk about, and this won't be too long of an episode, As we get into the back half of the year and then in 2024, I know it seems kind of crazy, but these are the times that we are having conversations with clients about what we want to do in 2024. And it's important because unless you're in a, let's say a reactionary type of space, and this may be more B2C type of businesses, right? Um, Of physical products, you sell inventory, sales, holidays, you know, Black Friday is coming up, which is weird to say because it's already August the middle of August, you know, we have all these things coming up for B2C. So if you're not in a B2C space, you're more in a B2B space, 
taking the time now to begin the conversation and the pre-work of marketing strategy for 2024 will absolutely bear fruit for you next year because you will not be scrambling at the end of the year when people are taking vacations and people are for holidays and then you won't be hit the beginning of next year with what are we doing how much money do we have how much money did we spend last year right all that kind of stuff like that too so if you can get the conversation started now and begin to look at your current marketing strategy audit it see what's been working the first half of this year and or you're in a position to create your own marketing strategy that you want to start using in 2024 this gives you months as the runway to really have a solid plan in place and as we'll tell you especially with how fast social media moves and algorithms change and things like that too you know even if you come up with something and you need to pivot and change it at least you have the foundation there right marketing strategies should be very foundational in the campaigns and strategies you're using however the method and delivery can change so what are three things to keep top of mind when you're thinking about crafting like a really killer marketing strategy? The first one is, and I will say this forever and ever and ever, I might get tattooed if you've ever seen me or you know me or you've seen pictures of me on social. I have tons of tattoos, so this would not be weird for me. But the first thing that I would consider getting tattooed that ties into this is know your audience, right? Who are you talking to? What do they care about? Why should they care about you, right? Understanding your target audience's preferences, their needs, their pain points, like understanding them deeply. And I'll go so far as to, and Patrick would echo this if he's here with me, if he's traveling, you can give them a persona, right? Who are they? Who are you talking to? Are you talking to Kathy Crafter, right? Because you sell crafting supplies or you have a business where you do like that um wine and paint right things like that too like you're trying to talk to kathy crafty what does she care about where does she spend her time what kind of magazines does she read what kind of businesses does she frequent what does she do for a living right all of these things are very important to truly understand your target audience because as you craft these marketing messages and you create content and you have hour facing messaging and you spend time and money to be at craft fairs or whatever, right? Apparently we're on crafting today. You're going to want to make sure that not only is she going to be there, but it's also going to be worth your time to be doing these things and taking your marketing resources that are finite, no matter how you look at it, right? You, if you're doing it, you're a small business owner, you only have so much time. You only have so much bandwidth. You only have so much money, right? That scales up organizations that are in the millions of dollars, right? There's only a finite amount of resources that can go into marketing. And if you can target and tailor that because you know your audience, it is going to absolutely create messages that resonate with them, save you time, get you better leads, right? Because there's one thing to get leads, but there's one thing to get better leads, right? Actual quality leads, not quantity leads. And it's going to drive engagement and brand awareness for you, which is the long game of marketing and having a solid marketing strategy, right? What can you do to also increase brand awareness so that people even know you exist? Because consumers are so oversaturated with marketing messages and sales messages that you really have to be consistent and impactful and just hammer some key points home 
because after I think it takes seven to ten touches to even have someone understand that like you exist or like oh yeah one time I did see that business or that message or whatever right so seven to ten times that's for one interaction the way social media is going and the way the availability of information is I think it's like probably has to be more than that it has to be so really knowing your audience um, as you set out to your either audit your marketing strategy or create one is really going to help you in the long run so the second thing is to know what it is you're looking to do or know what you're measuring, right? We have talked a lot about dark social um, and a bunch of other things related to that demand generation. So this one sounds different than it has before, right? Marketers didn't have a lot of information before the internet kind of really exploded and we were able to track a bunch of data and metrics. Then it got really nuanced and you could find out fart as a consumer I felt you could find out far too much information about someone. As a marketer, I loved it. So we went really deep in that, and then we let the businesses, social media, internet, businesses in air quotes, we let them have so much data on us without knowing. And then, rightfully so, we said, why do you know so much about us? So we kind of pulled back, right? So now we're at this point in time where they continue to change the algorithm. They continue to update regulations and things like that with the data and then what we're allowed as consumers to give and what we have to give and then as businesses what they're actually allowed to understand about us so we have to change the conversation to yes we want to be able to prove marketing efforts right so it's always important to define specific measurable goals for the marketing efforts like what are you trying to do right is it brand awareness is it lead generation sales growth, whatever it is, having those clear objectives in your strategy is going to give you direction. So we need that. We need to know where we're going, right? You can have a map, but if you don't have a destination, if you're like, well, here's this really great map, right? Like, okay, great. Now what do I do? Well, where do you want to go, right? The marketing strategy with relation to metrics and what you're trying to do and achieve is important. However, don't forget to try to understand and have some overall picture of what could also happen as it relates to dark social right we just had a client who ended up getting a really nice lead for their business and we kind of hypothesized and reverse engineered how they would have got to us um, in a pattern that we just can't track right so you can think of let's say you're connected to someone on LinkedIn right and you're talking you're posting and you're talking about whatever it is that you're a subject matter expert in and then you don't know because the person didn't like it, right? You are connected to somebody you met two years ago. And they're looking at your post. They're like, oh, wow, that's really insightful. And then they're like, that wiggled in their brain. So they're like, oh, wow, that's interesting. So a week goes by, right? Let's say they're in a meeting and they say something. They say, oh, I read this LinkedIn post from one of my connections. Here's what they said, X, Y, Z, right? And the whole room's like, oh, my God, that's amazing. What a great idea, right? So then it continues to be part of a conversation, right? Maybe another week goes by. Then all of a sudden, you know, the CEO of the company or whatever is like, hey, that was a great idea in that meeting. How do we do that? How do we, how do we get that started? How do we connect the person or whatever, right? How do we bring that service in? And then all of a sudden you have like a secretary reaching out to you and you're like, I didn't even know this business existed. I had no idea that they even knew that I was around, right? I didn't even know I was connected to this person, et cetera, et cetera, right? That's just like a high level example of dark social where people like, you would never know that the person saw it because they did no interaction. You can't on LinkedIn see who saw your post or anything like that. You don't get any insight as a consumer. I don't think you should. 
So you have no idea, right? And they could have hit your website. So you could have had a new view on your website, right? Increased views on your website because they were validating you to make sure that you exist. You could have had someone on your LinkedIn profile that said someone viewed your profile. You don't know who it is, right? You know, like that's weird. Not too, too weird, but that's weird. And then all of a sudden, maybe two weeks after this post, someone reaches out to you and they're like, hey, we want to work with you. You're like, how that happen, right? That's dark social. That is the power of leaning into what you know and creating conversations that really, in the digital space, that are really impactful and that show your expertise, that just add value, you will see that come back to you tenfold. So yes, we need to measure metrics and we need to know what we're after, but we cannot forget all the things that just we can't measure. And then I think the last thing that you need, I say last thing, right? This will go and spawn into something else too, like absolutely. I think one of the last things you need to keep top of mind though, this even relates to if you have a strategy that you're auditing, right? Like you've already had something in place that you're looking at too. I think it's important that you know what channels you're actually trying to convey your message on, right? So Patrick talks about the hub and spoke model when it comes to um, how you need to view and look at your website, right? So this kind of ties into choosing the right channels. So you have your website, right? This is a thing that you own that you can drive interactions, engagement, views, all that kind of stuff, and that you will be able to get the data on, right? Now, granted, we are at the um, beck and call of Google, usually. So um, analytics like that are only as good as what they'll allow it. That's fine. Uh, Google Analytics 4, I think, is a fantastic platform. I think we get more than we did before. Not as much as we got years ago, but we shouldn't be getting that anyways. But that's neither here nor there. So if you think of your website as the hub and then there's all these spokes around it that really make it impactful and really sturdy, these are all the different channels in which you'll convey your message in some capacity, right? Um, trade shows, social media in any capacity, um, partnering with organizations. I know I'm forgetting like a ton of things, different channels that you can, you know, reaching out for PR, right? Um, podcasting, being other people's podcasts, right? Speaking engagement, all these ways that you then take your message and outward face it and get it in front of people are part of these spokes for that. But what you do not need to do is you do not need to have like a hundred spokes, okay? I don't care if you've got a team of like 50 people or whatever the case may be for your marketing team or your revenue driving team at that rate, which is a whole other um, podcast, but the marketing part of that, you only have a finite amount of time and resources, right? And if you spread your message and your delivery too wide, it will be so thin. So you won't be able to get traction in any real area because you'll be spending so much time spreading all of your resources thinner instead of going like deeper and spreading, like getting the thickness that you need in each of the areas in which your audience is and will spend time. So then this ties right back into the first of knowing your audience, right? If you know a few things, say we're going to talk about this crafting business, apparently that's what's on top of mind today. They, depending on your demographic, probably on Facebook. If they're an older demographic, I feel like a, um, if you look at statistics, um, we have like the boomer generation that live on Facebook a lot. If that's who you're targeting, you could find success there, right? You can make a Facebook group, you get everybody involved, you can do all these things, you can talk about crafts, you get people to share, right? There's a lot of things there. If not though, chances are a lot of other people younger than that aren't on Facebook. They're not. Instagram, that would be a great place for you. TikTok, that would be a great place for you, right? understanding where your audience is and spending the time there. Do they go to craft shows? Are they going to this 
brewery a lot or this you know winery and maybe you partner with that specific place and you do a craft night there right where is your audience and then once you know that let's try it back together then you can find the right channels then you can understand where you need to spend money in advertising then you can understand what you need to do as it relates to seo and all that kind of stuff like that i mean Choosing the right channels ties directly into knowing your audience and also knowing what you're trying to measure. You don't need to be every place. I cannot hit that hard enough. You don't need to be at every single place. You can be in certain situations, in certain places, on certain channels, and just really, really get deep there. So I encourage you, take those three tips and take them to heart. Listen to this. This isn't that going to be that long of a podcast episode. It's just me talking to myself, so I'm not going to bore you any much longer than this. But I feel like these three tips to either audit your current marketing strategy or to come up with a new one starting now, starting now, okay? It's the middle of August. We only have so many more months left of the year before 2024 hits, okay? So the three things to recap that you should keep top of mind when you're trying to craft a killer marketing strategy is number one, know your audience, know them deeply, know where they spend their time, know everything about them and go as far honestly as giving them names and personas and talk about them like they're real people, right? Cause they encompass the audience that you're trying to gain the attention from. To know what it is you're trying to do. What are you trying to measure? And also leave room in there for the things that you can't measure that relate to dark social, right? Give yourself a roadmap but also give yourself the freedom to explore things that can get interest, that can get awareness and recognition that maybe you can't track. Because again, as marketers, we get less and less data as they become stricter and stricter in regulation. So give yourself some balance there and have these conversations with your team, right? If you're on a revenue driving team and you're with your sales team, they need to know there are things that you're just not gonna be able to track. And I know sales loves that kind of stuff, but like, we're moving towards a day and age in which they just can't have all that information. So, and then leadership too, right? These are conversations we need to keep talking about. Dark social is like a whole other thing we'll revisit. It's a whole crazy thing. And then the last thing is choosing the right channels in which you're spreading your marketing message and where you're spending your time, okay? Hub and spoke model, website is the middle. Every other type of marketing initiative and outward facing message is the spoke to hold that tire up, right? So like you get a lot of traction and you move as rapidly as you need to move. But the key to this point is you don't have to be everywhere on every platform doing everything. You need to know your audience so that you can make the best choices for you so you can maximize not only your time and resources, but your marketing miles per gallon, which is a Patrick Sangardi TM trademarked whole entire conversation of marketing miles per gallon. So thanks so much for listening. Hopefully we'll get on more of a, you know, a solid cadence here. If you have any specific topics you would like us to discuss, please find us on LinkedIn or on our website and let us know what it is you want us to talk about, right? And if you're an expert in an area and you think our audience needs to know this, let's partner. We're always looking for cool people to have on to interview. We would love to host you on our podcast. So find us on LinkedIn. I'm at Vanessa Zangardi. Patrick's at Patrick Zangardi. Very easy to find us. Our business is at Zangardi Studios, but we're more active on our individual pages. You can find our website at Zangardi.com. And then when we are in our best behavior, we're on TikTok too. You can find us at Zangardi. 
that's been a little bit iffy. Still try to find us there anyways. Maybe one day we'll get it together. But until then, thanks for listening. Have a great one. Talk to you soon.